WSUM Radio here in Madison, Beyond the Badgers, back on the air. Dan, what's good? What up, what up? Big week in sports, a lot of NFL, a lot of baseball playoffs. We got a lot on tap for you guys listening in. If you miss any of the program, you got to go. You're driving for a quick minutes. Check us out at Beyond the Badgers on Apple Pods and Podbean.com. Patrick? We got a guest this week. We do have a guest. About time. The last week off. You want to tell the people? No, you came through this week. You tell the people what we got. We have up-and-coming tight end in the National League for the San Francisco 49ers, George Kittle, joining us. Interview last Kind of nice. Not a big deal. If you got him on your fantasy team, he gives you a little uh, little knee update, little knee injury update, gives you a little bit of insight on Jimmy G, Kyle Shanahan, C.J. Beathard, who he played with at Iowa. You're going to want to listen to that interview. Check in with us if you miss any of the interview like i said apple Podcasts, but we'll have that probably in the middle of the show um after we do a little nfl talk patrick you dominated the picks Dead. we got our boy dubs dubs, dubs, dubs looking us. uh dubs what were the records in the nfl that was back picks? with us too yo we had uh with a very nice week. very solid 13 and 2 record Lobo still pretty stellar at nine and six. Big I got big week for Patty. Big week out of paddle. Patty's up uh, on me by three now because big week for paddle. How about our locks of the week in NFL? How do we do? Pretty solid. Um, both of you guys did fairly well. What do you mean fairly well? We both won. Yeah, we won. We won money. We won money for the did, the people def- back out. We uh, definitely won home. more money than we lost. Boys, uh, <laughs> Patty had the uh, Cincinnati Bengals, Bengals. By the way, and the Chiefs. That should never hit. Seventeen to zero. The Bengals were down, and they end up winning twenty-seven seventeen. That's pathetic. They were obviously, my six lock. And a half, obviously, my lock won. So, and that was the Chargers. So, I ain't worried. Nah, you ain't worried. You see my hand right here? Zero point zero shake. Not worried. It's kind of shaking. You're not right? worried. You have too many cups of coffee today. A little nervous? Not worried. Or you're a little nervous because I buried you in picks. I'll have a good week here. All right. Uh, All right. Let's dive into it. Week five of the NFL season. It's uh, it's a tough, tough week because it's a lot of make or break uh, teams out here. There's like seven teams that are one and four, and it's pretty pathetic. One of them being the uh, Indianapolis Colts, who got buried by the Patriots 38-24 to on Thursday night football. The big story was Tom Brady, your guy. You, I know you love Tom. 500 career touchdowns. Your thoughts? I mean, Tom does his thing every single week, every single year. Doesn't matter what the record is at the start. You know, come to the end of the year, Bill and Brady are going to be there. You think? I think so. Mm. Come playoff time, like it's so hard to pick against them. I'm going to do something that has never been done in the history of the show. And I'm going to make a lock of a generation. I'm going to make a call of the year. And I'm going to pick the New England Patriots winning the Super Bowl <laughs> right now. It's not a very hot take, but right now, as it stands, it's a lukewarm. Three and two, the Patriots will win the Super Bowl. Dobbs, write that down so I don't, so we don't lose it. It's well, you know, well, you know, it's well, you know they got the, you know, they, get, they got the division. October 9th at 4:04 p.m. Central Standard Time, 19 seconds. 
the New England Patriots <laughs> will win the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, Mark my words. The division's theirs. I mean, Buffalo's been hot. Buffalo has been hot. So, look out. But, let's get real. The Bills are very below average. Dolphins were not the a Bills true 3-0. Won? What are you talking about? We're not a full, true 3-0 team. Everything's happening now. It's falling into place. The Jets are always the Jets. It's the Patriots division, they're going... Into the playoffs, gonna win it. Or gonna win the division, sorry. They're gonna you're go just, into the playoffs. You're just blabbing on about nonsense. I don't understand. That's because you're staring at me, telling me to do something. What do you want? Oh, log in. Alright. On to Sunday's games. It was the aforementioned Bills by Patrick defeating the Tennessee Titans thirteen to twelve. A shock to many, including me. Let's go. Mr. Steven Hauschka. Kickers. Good good week for kickers. Ah, uh, some kickers. Uh, some, uh, kickers. some kickers. <laughs> Mason sorry, Crosby sorry, looking at you, yeah, bro. Sorry, Packers fans. Steven Hauschka hit a 46-yard field goal as time expires to defeat the Tennessee Titans. In the snooze fest of the week. That was bro. the pillow fight of the week, even though the Titans My were fine, too. My goodness. Marcus Mariota did absolutely nothing. 4.9 points in fantasy in case you had him in your starting lineup. Titans are absolute like pretenders. Myself. Pretenders. Yes. You got to admit, though, There's Bills... Bills Mafia at home is tough to beat. Bills Mafia is tough at home. Even though they stink. What's the, what are they at now? They're two and three. Two, two and three. <laughs> they stink, though. Oh, that cracks me up because their other win is against the Vikes. <sighs> Anyways, the Sorry, Titans, man. Titans fall Sorry, to dubs. three and two. Do Yeah, we'll, we'll do a little, uh, maybe a little AFC, NFC division predictions after this, sh- after this is over. I don't know. Patty doesn't like to go out on a limb, which kind of stinks, but whatever. Uh, moving on. Huh. Bengals get to... Four and one with a twenty-seven seventeen win against the Dolphins. We kind of touched on that. Michael Johnson returned an interception for a touchdown for the Bengals. Patrick, I'm going to give you one simple question: Will the Bengals, sitting at four and zero at top, top of the division, will they win the AFC North? Yes. You believe it? Mark that yes. down, Dubs. You said you said give me a yes or no. Yes, they will. They will win. Okay, that's all I needed. What What do you think? The I think the Dolphins are going to lose. They're going to go like. Six and ten. Start yeah, out three six and, and ten, four and finish six and ten. Yeah, something like that. They're pretty bad. Ryan Tannehill, not great. Uh, that the fact that, that they start off three and zero is just an absolute anomaly. Like that's not real life. Andy Dalton though looks pretty nice. Oh, they have looked real nice. The Red Rifle, baby, he's looking kind of nice. I mean, while we're talking about the Bengals, you sketchball, tell me AJ Green breaks his leg, dislocates his ankle on Sunday. That was my fault. Freak me out. Think I my fantasy. Then he tries to offer me a trade for a wide out before I even have a ch- chance to see that it's not true. Hey, you know who cares about your Freaking fantasy team? Me out. You know who cares about your fantasy team? No, but you need to be called Nobody. out on that. You need Nobody. to be called out on that. Nobody cares. That's not a gentleman's move. AFC gentleman's. North rivalry game. The Browns. Rally Possum was back, and the Browns defeat the Ravens 12-9. to four, to nine. Not one touchdown was scored. The rookie Greg Joseph, 37-yard field goal in overtime. In what was probably the ugliest kick I have it ever was seen. So ugly. It barely went over, but it can't ask how. Browns two and two and one. They do ask who picked the brownies last week, though. All I'm this say, guy, let's go. All I'm gonna say is could be five and zero right it now could if, be. if Hugh Jackson was not coaching. No, if they have a kicker, they're five and zero. They beat the Steelers. They Browns beat, are sneaky good. That means they beat the Steelers. They beat the Saints. There you go. Then they think? got robbed against. They should have beat the Saints. They were dominating the whole game. Yeah. They got. They, and they missed the extra point over. and two field goals. I don't know, man. I like, mean, by a mile. Hugh Jackson, his record is like two, no, it, two, no, three, 
like 35 and 1. He's got more wins this year than he has in probably his last three years combined. No, he was 1 and 31 coming into the season, and now he's 2 2 and 1. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Ravens, Whit Lacko. When he's throwing the ball 55 times, we got issues. Loss. We got issues here, man. Because uh, it's. That's not a winning formula. You're not gonna nope. you're not gonna count on Mr. Joe Flacco to win a ball game that many times. No. See it, but the Green Bay Packers fall to the Detroit Lions on the road, 31-23. Mr. Mason Crosby missed six field goals. How do you miss six field goals in one game? Why would you even keep kicking it? <laughs> I don't because, know. Man. Because That's he bad. always is usually very consistent. Always is usually. Yeah. Over over your past years, he's always been consistent. Dubs, look up Mason Crosby's career kick um, percentage. Um, I looked yesterday. He's at about eighty for his career. That's pretty bad. He had um one Who really outlier. He's been solid, but he's had one really bad outlier year in twenty twelve where he kicked for sixty six percent. Yikes! Okay. So yeah. then, but so I then mean, that drags it down. Though. He's been pretty consistent. I mean, he's had a job for eleven yeah, years. Been, yeah. I don't know. My, my guy Dan Bailey for the Vikes is like 89%, so that's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah, wait. Was he their starter? Or no, the other guy was the one that blew it against the Packers, right? The one they drafted, too? If I'm Aaron Rodgers, if I'm Aaron Rodgers, I am literally strangling every single player in the <laughs> locker room after the game because he is so good and their team stinks. Mike they, McCarthy stinks. Threw, I, we like Mike McCarthy, good guy. but he stinks as a coach. They threw. He threw the second most passing yards in his career. Dude, they lost. The Packers, if they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, they would be probably five and eleven, six and ten. Very average. If if you switched, well, I don't know, Kirk. Well, that's what a stud QB does. We're gonna talk a little Kirk Cousins because that man looks excellent. <laughs> Packers fall oh, two, two man. and one. Lions two and three. One of the best games of the day, Patrick. I don't like to give you credit, but I will give you credit. You said Chiefs are gonna win, and they did, thirty to fourteen. Mister um, Bortles, it looked like a clown show out there. You may as well play the music behind his highlights. Play the what? The carnival music. There you go. Oh, I was hoping you were going to do it again. There we go. He hit a ball off there in the red zone. He throws the ball off his own lineman's face. Actually, no, off his melon. Right to right to the Chiefs. And it didn't end there. Missing passes, throwing over, throwing short. Very embarrassing for Mr. Bortles. But always remember, put some respect on my man's name. Chiefs look good as well, uh, 5-0. and I did pick the Chargers to beat them in the division. I'm standing by that, always going to stand by that. But, man, they actually played defense, and it looked pretty nice. They win, go to 5-0 and on the year, 30-14. to Jags, 3-2. and Patrick, do you think that the Jags might get beat in the AFC South? Um, Texans or Titans? No, I don't think so. I think... I think the experience last year that the Jags got of actually finally being a respected team or respected team. Put some respect, respect. on it. <laughs> uh, that will help them. Their defense is still unbelievable. Like, the Chiefs are always just disgusting. I don't know what else. They're just nasty. Mahomes is the truth. He's and good. I don't think either of those other teams have the depth to contend with the Jags, and they're so inconsistent every week. Look at the Titans. They Beat Philly in an unbelievable game. Mariota is unbelievable. Then they lose to the Bills in a snooze fest of a game. Like, yeah, the NFL so is so hot and cold. NFL has been so weird. Like anybody can beat anybody. With uh, the Bills playing weird, they're beating the Vikes and they're getting creamed. Um, NFL has been so weird. It's just uh, Lions 
bury the Patriots and then they get buried by the Jets. I mean, things like that I don't understand, and I probably will never understand, but um, Jaguars will be fine. Jaguars will be fine. Yes. Can't overreact, over, excuse me, overreact um, week to week in the NFL. Jets defeat the Broncos 34-16. Case Keenum, man, he threw for 377, but it wasn't enough. Sam Darnold looked pretty good. Do you like what do you see? They did look really good. I was impressed. We talked about it last week how Denver's a tough place to win on the road. It wasn't in Denver, but still. At Jets. Where I'm, yeah. I got it up right now. Oh, in the, in the, Wait, we, I don't know, man. I'm out to lunch today. I'm tired. Long week. Do you have anything to say about this game? About the I didn't this game I did not watch. This was right. a napping moment. Jets for win two uh thirty four sixteen, improved to two and three. Broncos go down to two and three. Another surprising uh, outcome that I thought, in my opinion, Steelers dominate the Falcons forty one to seventeen. I think the they Falcons did. might be the best one and four team in the history of the NFL. They have so many weapons. So many but weapons. But Julio Jones can't score a touchdown. I cannot buy a touchdown. All right, Dubs, like, write this down here. Over under th- Four and a half touchdowns for Julio Jones in the last uh, 11 games for him. Four and a half touchdowns over under. In the last 11 games? He has zero right now, so I guess on the season. I'll go I might might take it back to last year. Yeah, that's bad. Let's see. He's going over, though, right, Doug? He's going four and a half over four and a half. Yeah, so uh, Julio Jones last year had three. You think he's going to get five? Oh, wait. Put it over. He already put it in the over. Wait, I thought you were asking me the last his last seven no, games. No, don't Does try he have to do over that. and under four and a half in his last seven games because he has zero this year. You're saying yeah. for the rest of the year? Yes. Oh, I say under in the four and a half for the Dude, rest of the guy, season. Man. Don't even give me don't some action. We're talking guy. about the. Oh man! I said the rest of the season. Will Julio I'm just Jones have turn off? Mike off. I said Julio Jones over under four and a half the rest of the season. I thought you said. I thought you were asking me how many he would have had in the last seven games going back to last season, and I was like, I say he has over that. Wake up. Man. Panthers defeat the Giants 3-30 on possibly one of the greatest field goals I have ever seen. That was wild. Graham Gano, 63-yard field goal with one second left. That man's got an absolute bionic leg. The Giants just can't buy one. They're pulling out the trick plays, which was nasty, by the way. Quarterback (laughs) contract. Which OBJ and Eli. Put OBJ back there, man. Man, that was unreal, first off. They're pulling it all just trying to buy a win, and they can't do it when the guy kicks... The second longest field goal in NFL history. Yo, who's wasn't who's even got, Dubs, in Denver? Who's got the, fir- the first. It's got to be Janikowski I'm pretty in, sure, da- in Denver. I'm like pretty 67. Sure, I think it was 64 yards. I think it was Janikowski 64 yarder in Denver. In Denver, I bet. Um, it was in Denver, but we had uh, Matt Big Money Prater from 64. Prater, 64. 64. Wow. I knew it was, was a 64. I'm not gonna Dude. lie to you. He had a couple more yards. Man. He cleared it. It's not like he just dropped it in over the bar. He had at least another four or five yards. Yeah, it was it was pretty nice. It was pretty nice. And the Giants, wild, man. even though the NFC East is up for grabs pretty much, it is. they are in absolute it disarray. It very much is. OBJ, I'm going to go on record and say he's the most selfish player in such a the NFL. Uh, Eli Manning looked decent, still stinks. Eric Flowers, your number one pick who's on the line, stinks, cut him. They got his, they got his butt out of town. Saquon. Sterling Shepard. Your number two wideout is literally punching uh, trash cans. Yeah. He's having a hissy fit. OBJ's crying on the sidelines. Saquon gets hurt. It's not looking good. They, it's a the giant. The, the top two wide receivers just love to beat up objects on the sidelines. Circus. OBJ get into it with the 
field goal net was it last year. Yeah. Kicking it around and now you got Sterling Shepard punching trash cans. They are dead. They are actually it was a really good word actually. Are they dead? They're, they're, they're in dead. disarray. They're dead. It's a really good word. Giants are dead. They're My lock of the week: Chargers defeat the Oakland Raiders, twenty-six to ten. Philip, my man, Philip Rivers, three thirty-nine, two touchdowns, and uh, I'm just gonna reiterate it: they're gonna win that division. They're looking good. I like the defense too. Derwin James back there. Joey Bosa is gonna come back healthy. How? Question for you: How disappointed have you been in John Gruden's first year with the Oakland Raiders? Well, I mean, when you trade away oh, Khalil Mack, you got problems right at the hop. Doesn't spo- uh, doesn't show a lot of confidence in the boys, or maybe it does. Maybe it does. So you're giving other guys a chance, but very disappointed. Derek Carr looks absolutely lost out there. T- terrible, and I mean terrible this year. They have Martavis Bryant's dropping balls. He's fumbling balls. Jordan Nelson can't catch. He had one good game. Marshawn, my dude Sean Lynch is actually playing well, but their defense cannot stop a lick out there. One and four, and it's only going to get worse. Another pillow fight of the week. Cardinals got their first win, 28-18 on the road over our guy, George Kittles, 49ers. Christian Kirk looking pretty good, catching a 75-yard touchdown from Josh Rosen. Can we say Josh Rosen might be a good start in this league? You like him? I think too too early to tell. Like, there's other QBs. Like, I mean, Baker Mayfield getting his start. Uh, Sam Darnold's been an unquestioned number one guy since the start. I think it's just too small of a sample size. I love Rosen. I think he could be the second best quarterback out of that class. Who are you giving her one? My guy Baker, baby. Okay, just making Baker, sure we're on the same Rosen, page. and then Darnold, and then Darnold, and then uh, Allen, and then Jackson. Because you never know when Jackson's gonna play. Yeah. He looks he looks Still pretty thin slime. too. Like somebody's gonna he's gonna be like RG three where he gets hit and it's good night Jim Kite. He's good with hockey line reference. I like that. Another surprise that was so close: the undefeated Rams defeated the Seahawks on the road, thirty three to thirty one. Honestly, this I thought was it was gonna be a set game. It was good back and forth like a ping pong match. Russell it Wilson was. getting it done against that tough D, but it was Todd Gurley the second with three he touchdowns. Dud. He, he is so good. good, man. Jared Goff, not great. He has played well, but I think, in my opinion, he's more of a system guy. He's more because of the system he's good, not he's good because of this. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not good and the system's good. Like, he's a uh, system guy. With Sean McVay, I think he's better because of Sean McVay. Oh, I, I would agree with that, but I still think he's a really solid quarterback. Like, I think for the most part, for, with most coaching staffs, he would still be a solid quarterback. He, I don't think he's a... Like a stud by any means, but like he's been really good this year. Again, in McVay's system, year two with him too. But um, he's a product of the system. The system isn't a product of him. Yeah, I would, I would, I concur. My, he was big. He was big when he had to though. When they went for that fourth and one. Yeah, yeah. And he, and I he mean, he's good. I'm not saying he's not the, good. Yeah, called I his own you ain't good. Uh, I was, I was sick though. And he, he went off the sidelines. They were gonna punt it. They called the timeout or made Seattle spend their timeout. Smart. And then he comes, he literally looks at maybe says, "We're going for it." Calls his own number. The game of the day, my Vikes defeat the Eagles. They hold on to win twenty three twenty one. It was a nail blader. Kirk Cousins looking dynamic, and probably the best, my in my opinion, the best moment of the season. Linval Joseph rumbling, Linval Joseph <laughs> stumbling, and Linval Joseph bumbling into the end zone for an interception return for oh. a touchdown. 
And then he's got the I oxygen love, mask love with a, the glasses. Love a big man touchdown. If you haven't seen it, Google oh, it, man. Twitter it, Twitter, Twitter sphere, get it all. Tweet going. it. Yeah, it's big guy touchdown. I was big, like, big guy touchdown to the run. He ran. Way to catch yourself, buddy. Way to catch yourself. <laughs> yeah, no. Kirk Cousins. Big, big man touchdowns are the best because you literally said it best. You pull out Chris Berman, longest yard, rumbling, stumbling, bumbling into the end zone, and he did that. It was all it was the way to the end zone and all the way to the bench for the oxygen. Dubs, let me get you in here. Um, look up Kirk Cousins' stats so far this season because he has been outrageous. All right. Except against the Bills. Talking to the Bills. So, boy. Kirk Cousins on the year, close to seven passing yards. Pretty That's nice. of around 340 yards a game. How many touchdowns? 11 Math. touchdowns. Woo. Only two interceptions. That's nice. I really, I mean, as a Vikings Lobo, I really like what I'm seeing from our quarterback. No, I, I can't. I can't agree more. I can't. You know, you know what I like seeing though, from live from the studio, Dubs with two headsets on right now. One around his ear, one around his neck, and a set on you his know, head. Just <laughs> chill out. Man. There's a little draft in here. You got to keep the neck cozy, man. Cozy. Yeah, good save. Good save. I'll give it to you. What an absolute good serial save. killer move by Dubs. <laughs> uh, Sunday night football was actually. I might have wanted to not. Get the overtime. You like yeah. the free football, but I didn't want it in this case. No. The Texans won in 19 to 16 over the Cowboys. Jason Garrett. You have arguably the best Go. O line. Mike is yours. Go. You have possibly the best offensive line. Can you 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 like that take? Yep. You have one of the best short down uh, running backs in the league, Ezekiel Elliott. Check. Dak Prescott cannot throw. Check. Your defense looked good in this game. Has not been good this year. Check. And you're not going to go for it on fourth and inches. Check. Oh, my ding, God. Ding, 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 ding. Fire Why this man? not punch the ball in with Zeke? Just get the first down. You got him. Why, you, your passing game sucks. It stinks. Give the ball to Zeke and l- let him eat. Let him eat. Let's just Let him him. cross that line. Point. Let the guy eat. Feed him. You hate to see it. There. Nonetheless, That's they tough. lost 0-3 on the road for the, for the Cowboys. I mean, NFC East is... It's it wide is, open. It is wide open. Yeah, kick uh, Fairburn for the Texans. Kicks the game winner there in overtime. And the Texans and Cowboys are both 2-3. and three. Monday Night Football would have brought a tear to your eye if you love Drew Brees, if you love the Saints, because he mean, is now. Have, it brought tears to the guys on the broadcast. He is now the all-time passing leader in yards. Your thoughts on Mr. Brees? Uh, it couldn't have gone any You couldn't better. write a script like You couldn't that. write a script better where – he gets back out there with the chance. I think he needed like another 20 yards, and he had 50 yards to work with. Blown coverage, all because he dipped the shoulders too, froze the corner, boom, like a 50-yard touchdown pass. Gets is the there, record. Is there anybody that's okay. – is there any athlete, a specifically quarterback, that is more likable than Drew Brees? Like no. even if you don't even care, like you, no. you, you can't say a bad thing about him. Right, we, were talking, we were talking about last night. Told you, unbelievable book, highly recommend. Hit Drew Brees book. Guy blew out his shoulder. Had to have the whole thing put back together again. Didn't know if he was going to keep playing football. It was between Miami and New Orleans to decide where he was going to go. It was pretty much dead set going to Miami. Sean Payton convinced him to go to New Orleans. Was really coming off Hurricane Katrina. He went there and said, "I'm going to come. We're going to win a championship here." And what's the guy do? He won a championship. Won a championship and sets records all over the place. Yeah. The uh, the Saints actually looked very good on defense as well, which is Finally. surprising because their defense stinks. But I was very disappointed in the Redskins. Coming off a bye, 
and you put up a clunker like that on Monday Night Football, you can't get up for that game? It's Drew game, man. What are we doing? It was his game. You owe Alex Smith 40 schmill this year. And if I'm a Redskin fan, I am livid. I'm I'm not even mad. I'm just, like, sad. I'm just, like. Well, are you livid or are you sad? We stink. I'm, I'm sad. I'm really sad. They looked, they looked so good week one, too. Yeah, they, they came did. out hot. Hot. And they just dropped. That Fuckers. was your week five recap. Why don't we do a little uh, power rankings and then take a break and then do picks. Mr. Dubs, do you have your top five? I do have my top five. Please enlighten the folks back home. Okay. Um, I felt very tempted, very tempted to put the purple at number five, but you just can't I, do it. I, I can't I thought do you were it. Throw, saying you were throwing number one, and I was like, um, you got get five. out. <laughs> um, so we're going to go with the Carolina Panthers like at that. number five. like that. Good one. Uh, Graham. Uh, four, we got New England at okay. four. Another good week. Like it. And then, actually, we have Kansas City at three. Whoa. Because uh, Mr. Drew Brees was got Drew Brees. a bad man yeah, last he night. he was good. He was good. And really I impressed like that. me. I like that. Um, so, Saints, four and one, number two. And then, we got the LA Rams at number one. Um, I think once they lose, I mean, they're the best team in the league. I agree. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that. Though, don't right? hate that take. Don't hate that. They're don't hate finally, that they're finally having some issues, having some competition, and there were scraps all over the sidelines. Yeah, it's they looked. Be, they looked like they were. It's going to be tough, especially if uh, Sean McVay, Coach Sean McVay, already said um, he's anticipating and he's optimistic that Cup and uh, Brandon Cooks, the great wideouts, are going to play. Both have concussions. Patrick, give me your top five. Well. I like to go for number one. Go big or go home. Go Chiefs ahead. Chiefs coming in at number one. Rams coming in at number two. Drew Brees and the boys at number three. Don't tell three. me we have the same. Don't tell me we have the same. Brady and the boys at number four. Ooh, do we have the number five? Do we have the same number five, though? That is that is the question, Dan. Who do you got? Who do you got? I'm, I'm going to change mine if we got the same. Who no, do you got? I actually like am very intrigued who you have. You're, yeah, you're very intrigued? Yeah. I got the Carolina Panthers. Oh, thank God. I have Cincinnati. <laughs> Cincinnati, baby. Guy kicked, a, guy kicked a 63-yard field goal with one second left to win it. Like, tip my cap. Got to give it to him. Tip the cap. Like it. Uh, why don't we do a little uh, break, come well, back, do a couple. Well, what are your rankings? I have the same. I got yeah. Cincinnati 5, New England, New Orleans, L.A., Kansas City. Fair break, enough. Break, come back, do some picks. Let's do it. Need to quick order a new pair of headphones or a book you've been wanting to read? When you order on Amazon, head to smile.amazon.com and set your charitable organization to Friends of Madison Student Radio. At no cost to you, Amazon will donate a percentage of your purchase to WSUM. For more information, visit smile.amazon.com. Back here, WSUM 91.7 FM, Beyond the Badgers, back here on the sticks, on the soundboard, halfway through the show. Picks Dubs, time. give us some picks. All right, starting out Thursday night, Lincoln Financial Field. We got the Giants against the Eagles. Now, this is a tough game, in my opinion. Eagles are three-point favorites. Jay Ajayi just announced that he tore his ACL. He is out for the year. That's a big blow. You got the Wisco boy, Corey Clement, filling the shoes. They're just going to go he's, committee. He's banged up, too, though, yeah. isn't he? He practiced today, so he's going to probably play on Thursday. Short week. You hate to see injuries, especially, uh, like I said, on a Thursday night game. <sighs> I'm going to take the Giants. Take the Giants. I just complain the whole time, but the NFL is so weird that the Giants will somehow win this game. <laughs> as much as I do agree that the 
The NFL is so weird. The parody is insane. Taking the Eagles. Yep. What do we got next? Uh, next we got uh, the Vikings against the Cardinals at U.S. Bank. Yeah, Vikes are 10-point favorites. Pretty easy for me. Yeah. We'll both take the Vikes. And then an NFC South showdown. We got the Little Bay Buccaneers coming off a bye against the 1-4 Atlanta Falcons. Now, usually I like to share. No, you go first here. Give me the Falcons, man. They are so much better than a 1-4 team. Bucks will happily play running gun with them. Jameis Winston Shoot coming out. back, though. Give me the Falcons, yeah, man. Yeah, I'll take Falcons in. At home, the too. They're better than the Dome. Over-under is 57.5. That is absolutely outrageous. <laughs> and then, is it dope, those two? That's a lot. A lot of points. A uh, big rivalry game, big game in Ohio. We got the Bengals against the Steelers. It always gets testy here. It did. There will be some carnage on the field. Somebody's there will, gonna there will be a whole lot of guys in straight jerseys throwing little yellow flags all Somebody, over the place. Somebody's going to throw some cheap shot. But I've somebody's going to get tossed for throwing hands. Call it. I know now. I said the Steelers were not going to make the playoffs, but I think they're going to win this game. Cincinnati's going to lost last week, and and they're going to look. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bengals at home. Like They've it. been nice. What do we got next? And then we got Lobo's favorite team, the Chargers, uh, on the road in Cleveland against the Browns. I know who you're going to take, and you know who I'm going to take. Dubs, can you guess? I think I got a pretty good idea, boys. What do we got? What do we got? Um, I'm guessing you got the Chargers. Correct. Patty, uh, you're going with Give the Give me land. the Brownies. Yep, I like Give it. Give me the Brownies for back-to-back Dubs. Jeez. They're going to cross that threshold of 500 football. Baker, man. Baker, let's what go. We, move on. What do we got next? And then across the, across the pond, Gruden looks to right the ship against the Seahawks in London. Oh, no. This is going to be a pathetic attempt at football. Give me Seattle, man. I'll take the Raiders. Seattle looked so good last week. Seattle I was, re- I was really impressed. And then we got the next, we got the NFC North leading the Chicago Bears Ooh. against the Miami Dolphins. Duh, Bears. You got Chicago? Yeah, Dolphins are pretenders, man. They Mitch, are Mitch Trubisky coming off a of bye. Bears should beat him up pretty good. Um, and then we got the Andrew Luck-led Colts against Darnold and the Jets. This, this, is, this is a top. Go for it. Uh, Jets are two and a half favorites. Colts are banged up. I don't know if T.Y. Hilton's going to play. If T.Y. Hilton doesn't play, they're done. Yeah, that is. I'm going to take the Jets. <sighs> It stinks because I really wanted to take, I really wanted to take the Jets, but I hate going with you. You gotta do it. Give me the Colts. Yikes! All right, what do we got next? Give me the Colts. I hope T.Y. Hilton plays. All right, uh, FedEx Field is hosting the three and one Carolina Panthers as we got Redskins against Panthers. I'll take uh, Washington. After you got a bad game, you're gonna have a good game. That's just the way it goes. Law of averages. Give me Carolina, man. I booted a sixty-three yard field goal. That did, that never happens. Next game. And then a pair of two two and three teams in the AFC. We got the Bills against the Texans. If the Bills win this game, <laughs> if the Bills win this game, I don't even know what I'm going to do. We're going to have to. We'll discuss off. Yeah, off, but the Texans. We'll discuss off the mic. The Texans are going to win. I, I am also going to take the Texans. Houston's only one point favorites. And then we got um, the undefeated LA Rams traveling to give mile, us all the Rams. Give mile us all high. the Rams at mile high. Yeah, give us all the give Rams. Give us all the Rams. I want all the Rams. Next one. Um, interesting game here. We got Jacksonville in Dallas against the Cowboys. Cowboys stink. Give me the Jags. <laughs> yeah, Jags. Thank you. Jags disappointing loss. Only three last point favorites. Too. That might be my lock of the week. Mm, That's what to say. And then uh, we got Baltimore in Nashville against uh, the Titans. 
Give me the Ravens. This is very tough for the Ravens because they just came off an absolute pathetic game, and I think law of averages. But they were on the road. You got to go on the road to Tennessee again. Give me the Titans. Titans are going to bounce back. We got a lot of big. Ooh, a little Sunday night love, action. Yeah. What do we got? Big game on Sunday night. Uh, a possible AFC championship matchup. We Ooh. got Kansas City against New England. What are you guys' thoughts? At Fox Gillette, too. Now, if you remember last year, the Chiefs went into Foxborough <laughs> after the, the uh, Patriots recall. won the Super I Bowl remember. and murdered them, absolutely obliterated them. And now that the Patriots have them again, they will not even come close to winning. They will blow them out. Give me the Patriots. At the top of my power rankings, the Chiefs are going to go into Foxborough, into Gillette, and beat Brady and Bill, give me Patrick Mahomes. Big statement. We got um, Monday night. Monday night is a, just a yeah. terrible game. And then we got San Fran at Lambeau playing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers bouncing out. Oh, we got Packers, San Fran and friend of the show. Packers by 10, George Kittle two touchdowns, 34-24. <laughs> Book it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Packers too. Patrick, Niners are just so banged up. <laughs> What is your lock of the week? Do you have it or do you want me to go first? I want you to go first because I think you're about to take the one I was going to have. Well, I wanted to spoil it, but I knew that you know, you got to keep the people coming back. And the Atlanta Falcons, 1-4. and four. Buccaneers off a bye. That doesn't matter. Matt Ryan in the dome. Mr. Devonta Freeman's back. Julio Jones going to score a touchdown. Atlanta minus 3.5. Book it. I'm going to take the Jags. Minus three against was, the Cowboys. You, you thought I was going to take that, eh? Oh, I thought you were going to take the Titans-Baltimore game. Titans were three-point underdogs. Yeah, I, I know. know. So, you want to buy something nice for yourself, for your mom? Take the Jags. Take the Jags, minus three. Take the Falcons. Minus three and a half. Book it. Now, after we do our NFL uh, preview and uh, review and everything like that, why don't we do our interview with George Kittle? Let's go. Sorry about that, folks. We are having a little technical difficulties. The uh, f- soundboard's been acting up um, in the studio, um, so we're just playing it through one of our computers, and it works through um, computer on the in the station. Didn't work so well. You know what, Dubs? Who we got to get you involved here because obviously your second show, you got to get your feet wet a little bit. Who do you think? Who would you take as your lock of the week this year in this week? Sorry, in the NFL. Let me see here. I really like the char- I, I really like your Chargers in Cleveland. I think Cleveland's riding really high off a win, and I think these Chargers at three and two are one of the most talented teams in the NFL. 
Ooh. I think the Chargers will take care of business. Minus one there. Browns looking pretty good coming off a couple dubs. I like that pick. Write that down. Write that down for you. We'll talk. I'll book uh, it. Yeah, book that. Uh, give us a little update on our MLB picks because I know we did a couple of those. MLB's been crazy this year um, in the playoffs so far. What do we got? Yeah, I mean, you guys are looking pretty solid. Uh, you bet. Both of you guys uh, went 2-0 and in the wild card round, which was big. Um, you guys both took a huge hit by having the Indians get swept by the Astros. Yeah, that hurt. Um, but besides that, it's looking pretty good. Um, this Boston game tonight's big for you guys. Um, Who do we got? Well, technically, you guys would have um, the Yankees winning and having Boston win in Game 5, but we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see. I'm hoping for a, uh, what did I say, Boston win, so we'll see. But um, I don't know. We'll uh, we'll get to that top five at five to five. Who would you pick, Dubs, to win the World Series right now? I mean, I was kind of offended that you guys didn't give a lot of love to the defending champs. Ooh, these um, yeah, we did. This team can hit, and not only they can hit, but they also have Justin Verlander. He's nice. Dallas Keuchel, and um, Morton, who are all studs on the mound. Yeah, they're they're good. I uh, uh, I was thinking about that. I just I just don't think uh, it's tough for a team to repeat. In yeah, my opinion. So. Uh, it is. Um, but I honestly think that there could be a great chance of a rematch in the World Series because I really like the Dodgers too. Yeah, Dodgers are good. Um, you think they could come back and make it to the World Series for second straight year? Well, when you have a guy like Kershaw, you got Bellinger, Machado, Dozier. All of those guys in the lineup, I think you have a great chance any game. It's just about you have to take you have to split those first two in Milwaukee. Yeah, That's we'll see. Thing. We'll see. Why don't uh, we'll try to play the the um, interview here? If we have technical difficulties, we'll go back to the baseball. Joining us now live over the phone, a very special guest, one of the best up-and-coming tight ends in the NFL, maybe the entire league uh, players, uh, George Kittle. George, thanks for joining us today. Hey, fellas. Thanks for having me on. First question I want to get to ask you is, you were born in Madison, but you played in Iowa. You're an Iowa boy. How does it feel to be on a show with a couple of Badgers? <laughs> it's awesome, man. I grew up a diehard Badgers fan. Uh, Ron Dane's still my favorite player, Ooh. so... Awesome. I know you're you're uh, born uh, here in Madison, um, but obviously your father played at Iowa. What kind of went into the decision to um, play college football at Iowa? Uh, they were my only D1 offer other than the Air Force. Oh, really? okay. So yeah, yeah, I wasn't recruited heavily. Uh, I was like six foot two, 180 pounds coming out of high school. So not very many people took a chance on me, but uh, Iowa did on signing day. It's pretty funny. <laughs> well, obviously it worked out. You uh, you ended up in Iowa, had a great year, uh, sorry, great college career there, um, and then moved on. You were a fifth-round pick by the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, how exciting was that day for you to be uh, be there on draft day, have your name, uh, or I guess get the phone call and to, uh, to know that you're going to get an opportunity to play in the National Football League? It was pretty wild. Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll say that, like, being eligible, like, to get drafted is really awful because you just kind of sit there for three days <laughs> and you get drafted on day three. 
you just sit there and you have no idea, and then you compare yourself to all the other guys who get drafted before for you. Uh, it's just like you try not to, but it's just what you do. Um, especially like guys that don't get drafted at all. Like you know, they hey, a team calls them and says, hey, we're gonna draft you in the sixth round, maybe. So just keep your phone on you, and they don't draft them. Yeah, because it happens a lot. Like that's not fun because you just literally sit there for three days and you're just like, oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm pretty sure when CJ got CJ Beathard got drafted in the third round, yeah. it was like so late. He said he, I think he said he uh, was delayed about to turn off his TV and they called him. Wow. And he got drafted. So it's just it's it's just it's wild. But I mean, for me personally, it was awesome because I was with my whole family. Um, just some you know you dream about as a kid growing up, and you finally get the opportunity to do it, and it comes and. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, it was a really fun day for me. Yeah, you mentioned C.J. Beathard. Obviously, you guys played all four years at Iowa together. What was that like, um, knowing that you guys were not going to separate? Yeah, it was crazy. Um, C.J. is one of my boys, so the fact that you know I had someone already that I knew on a team, um, and a guy you know he's on my side of the ball, so I'm really yeah. good friends with them. Uh, you know, connected. That was pretty fun for me. Um, it's just easy. You know, you now you're you're going into an unknown environment. Maybe yeah, you know, on a new team and all, but you're with someone that you know. Yeah. And that was a, I mean, that was really helpful. Now, at Iowa, I'm from Minnesota, so I know all about the Big Ten. We're both Big Ten. Oh, Minnesota, eh? Yeah, oh, come on, give me a break. But um, is there, there's a ton of rivalry trophies in the Big Ten. Obviously, you guys have one with Wisconsin, Minnesota. I love the pig. What's your favorite rivalry trophy to win? And then maybe another memory that you'll remember for the rest of your life while you were playing at Iowa. Um, I think the best trophy... See, I mean, I'm stuck in between because I'm, I'm a Wisconsin guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love the bull. I love it a lot. Uh-huh. But, I mean, I, I think Floyd the Pig is by far the coolest. Mm-hmm. Just because it's like 50 pounds. Ooh, it's that heavy? <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it is. It is. Um, like, you, carry, you can't carry it up by yourself. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, but my favorite one to win is the uh, Heroes Trophy, which is new, but it's versus Nebraska because I just can't stay in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> That's understandable. Understandable. Yeah, I just, I mean, yeah, we're like. We won like five of the last six or something like that. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, see, Kinnick Stadium is a uh, cool place to play, um, obviously, especially with the Children's Hospital there. I think it's one of the coolest things, uh, especially in college football and maybe all of sports, um, where the players, everybody in the stadium turns around and waves to the Children's Hospital. What experience is, like, is that like for you as a player and uh, maybe for the team? So, really, they started it the year after I graduated. So, last year was the first year they did it because it was just built last year. But I got to go back for one of the home games last year during our bye week here at San Fran, and I got to experience it firsthand. And it's pretty sick, especially when you've got the whole stadium. There's all the coaches. Like, everyone takes 10, 20 seconds out of their day to, you know, wave to some kids that, you know, need, might need, you know, some help or some, you know, they find happiness and joy in the fact that, you know, all these people are paying attention to them. So, just being able to be a part of that is pretty special. Now that uh, you're in your second year here in the NFL, what's been the biggest challenge um, or obstacle that you've had to overcome uh, transferring from college football into the pro level? Uh, I'd say the two two things come to mind. One is um, definitely just like the length of the season and keeping your body healthy. Those two things kind of go hand in hand because instead of playing, you know, 12 games or maybe 13, you go to a championship game and then a bowl game, which is a month later. Yeah. You're playing. 16 regular season games with four preseason games before them and potentially playoffs. So there's a lot more games, a lot more plays that you're out there. So that is definitely, uh, I think, one of the biggest things I've had to learn how to deal with is just the length of the season. But other than that, uh, you know, playbooks are a lot more dense. There's a lot more stuff going on. You have the no coverages. Everything's just a little bit more in de- a little bit more detailed, everything that you do. So that is uh, definitely a challenge. But um, second year is definitely a lot easier than the first. Yeah, you mentioned the playbook. Your head coach, uh, Kyle Shanahan, obviously known for being an offensive guru. What kind of things has he taught you, and what's that like um, learning from such a great offensive mind? 
Um, one of the things I he just everything he does, he just kind of uh, I mean, I think the best way to describe it is like he's playing chess while everyone else is playing checkers. <laughs> it's kind of crazy, like. So I mean, we'll run. All he cares about, he wants to set up. He wants to. I mean, obviously, you know, you have to run the ball to be able to really do anything. You can't just pass the ball sixty times a game unless you're Texas Tech or the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, you really. Um, so he'll spend like the whole first half just running outside zone play action, and then like with a couple of play actions, and then like maybe run like a, some type of um, you know an ISO where the fullback you know lead blocker right up the middle. He'll run out like three times, and then sometime in the third quarter we'll show the exact same look of the same formation, except the play action, the fullback's going down the sideline on a rail route. You get stuff like that. So, like, he, he he doesn't set up the coach to call the wrong play. He sets up the guys on the field. Like, he gets them thinking, hey, on this play, this guy's going to cut me. Instead, I'm running the flat, and I get hit for a pass. I'm going to run for 15 yards. It's stuff like that. So, he, he messes with the players' heads on defense. It's pretty crazy. You talked about how it's uh, it's obviously really difficult um, playing so many games for preseason, 16 regular season. Uh, it's really important to keep uh, or take care of your body. Obviously, you've been a little bit banged up with your knee. How are you feeling going into this uh, this next week? Oh, nah, knee's all good. It's money. Okay. Perfect. All positive news. So NSC owners will be happy to know that. Yeah, that's uh, that's <laughs> obviously good to hear. Um, speaking of fantasy, though, um, the first thing that comes up when we Google you, look you up, everything, is great. George Kittle, great fantasy player. Adam, trade for him, everything. What's um, what's that like when you got a lot of people, you got a lot of pressure? I guess not pressure, but a lot of people wanting you to do well. And then do you have any funny stories of somebody that said something to you about tweeter, tweeting and or anything like that? I got one after <laughs> this last game that guy DMs me, and oh. he's just cr- cussing me out because uh, <laughs> there's a two-point conversion that got knocked down. Yeah. And he's just – and, like MF and me, all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I, I usually just don't want to respond to that stuff. I just respond. I was like, like, dude, why can't we just be friends? <laughs> and about an hour goes by, and he texts me. He messaged me back. He goes, dude, I'm really sorry. I, I bet the spread. And, you know, those, I needed those two points. I lost six hundred dollars. Oof. He's like, I'm sorry for taking my anger out. And you know, I was like, dude, what the heck? Yeah, chill <laughs> out. I get those, or I got, I got one. I'm in like a group chat with like ten NFL players, and this one dude who te- messages us every, it's like every Wednesday, and says. And like he gives like a team speech as if he's our fantasy football, he's our coach. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, good performances out of you this week. And then he'll message us on um, Monday nights after the Monday night football game and tell us if we did good or bad. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, I, I haven't left that one because it's pretty entertaining. Like they're like paragraph long uh, wow. speeches. It's pretty. I funny. believe that. I mean, I, I can't even imagine. I mean. Dan and I were usually sitting on our couch doing the exact same thing, got the Sunday ticket all up on the TV. We're, I mean, we're imagine. watching you, but we're not going to DM you and cuss you out. That's crazy. No, that's cra- that is crazy. People are, people are nuts. Uh, obviously, you talked about how you played with uh, C.J. Bathard out of Iowa. Um, you got to San Francisco, played with Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, obviously, he goes down with, a, with an injury. What's it like playing uh, with both those guys, depending on who, I guess, is, is taking snaps, maybe just the strengths, the – Weaknesses, everything, uh, and how the offense is run, maybe differently or similarly with uh, with depending on who's under center. Dang, that's a lot of that's a lot of info right there, but I'll, <laughs> I'll do my best. Uh, Jimmy and CJ are two completely different quarterbacks, um, uh, two different systems. Like Jimmy had to learn the uh, like steps for play action passes and stuff like that because that's just not really what they did in New England or he did college. Mm-hmm. Um, um, like I said, they're very different, um, but they're each very good at very a lot of things which is awesome um i mean you got a guy like cj i mean he's tough as nails can take every single hit possible um probably take some that he shouldn't uh, because he doesn't he doesn't know how to slide um 
pretty wild, actually. Um, but I think he made plays that you're just like, oh, wow, how did he do that? Or, and he's, he's just a good team leader. And then, you know, Jimmy's a very old, um, you know, he's like, he's just, he looks and he walks around like he's the guy and he knows he is. And, um, you know, takes responsibility for that. And he's a very commanding leader in the huddle big time because, you know, the huddle is really the start of the football play because if you have a sloppy huddle, it could be just sloppy play, you know, just that small stuff like that. But uh, Jimmy's a guy, he like, he saw and he's incredible. You saw just what he did last year and just the start of this year. He's just a he's a guy that's going out there and make plays and that's why they paid him to do it too. Uh, obviously you've played in the league now, uh, in your second year, played against some great teams, some great players. Who would be the toughest player you've ever played against, whether it be somebody you get matched up against or just uh, an overall team as well? I'll tell you this, uh, my first start last year was against the Panthers. Yep. And I had to do a pass on uh Julio Prep um was it Julius Peppers. Ooh. Oh. And I literally, after the, I, I blocked him. And after the play, I was like, dude, I used to play with you on Madden 2008. Like, how are you still in the league? <laughs> and I was saying, like, you know, I wasn't trying to be, like, you know, mean that he's older. And I was just like, dude, like, you're you're an amazing athlete. Like, how the, how am I blocking you right now? That was my first, like, holy crap moment. Um, I'm trying to think. Teams that were really, really good. Um, the Eagles defense last year in Philly. Yeah. That was, that was wild. They're mean. Uh, they're, they're really good. Uh, they had some ballers on that team. Um, trying to feel. Um, oh, Jacksonville was pretty fun to play last year, especially yeah, tough, yeah, tough to as well. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, they have some some big guys on that fastball. Absolutely. Uh, just a couple more questions here before we let you go. Obviously, you got a big game coming up against the hometown team, Green Bay Packers here. Um, but uh, specifically, the penalty rules have been a hot topic in the NFL um, this season. Have you talked to the defensive players on your team? Um, have they been playing differently? How has that adjustment been for them? I mean, it definitely is different because you can't just kind of throw your body in there now and, you know, at all. And granted, like, I haven't played defense since high school, so I don't really know. And I wasn't really much of a tackler anyways. In high <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I can't really say much for it, though. I mean, like, you could get on uh, Twitter and look up Richard Sherman's Twitter. He, he comments about it all the time. Yeah. Um, and, I, I mean, I get it. Like, if you see all these guys, all these offenses are breaking records that have never broken before. Um, you have, like, what did they say? It was, like, 12 or 8 or 12 quarterbacks or, like, passing for what Joe Montana threw for his entire career. Yeah, it's like, a- yeah, guys just playing out of their minds. And a lot of it's – and all these points you're getting, you know, scored. Like, it just kind of seems like defense isn't even the thing. But um, I think it's definitely it's, gets on guys' minds um, because no one really wants to get that penalty and then get fined because it's a lot of money. Um, so I think it's on guys' minds. I think you – know, I don't really know, but it, it might be doing something – having to do something with all the scoring and all that stuff. But, yeah. um, I mean, if, if all the points keep going like they are, then it, I think it definitely has an aspect to it. Um, and then I think Clay Matthews needs just to not – get calls anymore because that's outrageous. Yeah. He didn't get called last game, did he? I don't think so. Oh, it was it was every other game before that, though, at, at key times, too. Can't help it. Oh, it was always like, like third and 15 or something. Yeah. Um, obviously, again, we talked about how you're, you're a Madison guy. You grew up a diehard Badger fan. What's it like being able to play? I'm assuming you were a Packer fan growing up, like just about every other person in the state. But um, to be able to play a team like Green Bay and then maybe talk a little bit about uh, if you guys have anything uh, kind of planned or um, looking forward to, looking to exploit against the Packers this upcoming week. Um, you know, I am really looking forward to this game in Green Bay. I've only been uh, actually one other time, and that was for a Kenny Chesney concert. So, um, How was that? But my, it was awesome. My memory's not too great. Yeah, <laughs> but it was really fun. Uh, great time. Um, 
as to you know honestly we haven't we haven't the game plan it all starts tomorrow for the Packers so I don't really I haven't really watched I watch them play a couple times here and there I just like watching I watch Josh Jackson just because he's an Iowa guy yeah and I watch their defense every once in a while but I'll probably pick up the iPad and watch uh, probably some of their games you know I like watching games that have uh, they play like you know really good tight ends um, so I'm gonna take definitely a peek at the Minnesota game because Rudolph's a pretty good tight end he's been all pro. And probably take a look at Washington for sure because it's Jordan Reed and he's at Waller. So look at those two guys and you know maybe you have me back on. I you know give you a breakdown later. Ooh, we love we love to have you. Last question uh, from me. You mentioned a couple tight ends and you liked uh, Jordan Reed, Kyle Rudolph. Is there a player um, or a tight end you grew up watching like Tony Gonzalez that you like to model your game around, or a guy in the league now that you you uh, look around and say that he's doing some pretty special things? Uh, growing up for sure it was Dallas Clark. Oh yeah, guy. Um, you know that was that was really easy for me just to be able to watch him. I got to meet him several times. Uh, he was absolutely incredible. Um, just watching his connection with Peyton Manning, you know, I think they combined for like 50 first downs in the playoffs or something. Yeah, they were unreal. Some some outrageous. Um, so that that's pretty. Um, watching him growing up was pretty cool. Um, being in the league, I like I just like watching as much film as I can on just different guys. Like because every you know, there's no really complete players in the NFL. Like no matter what position you are, like everyone. It's like there's always someone better at something. Mm-hmm. So I like you know like watching I like watching Evan Ingram run routes because I yeah. think he's one of the best route running tight ends in the league. Just that's just what he does. And then um, I'll watch you know some bigger guys like I like watching Greg Olson run routes. I like watching um, I mean think like uh, OJ Howard. Yeah. I like watching him play. And then like you know I mean because I got a I mean the other tight end here in San Francisco with me he's in year seven he's been like a blocking tight end so I like watching his film just to see how he goes up against guys how he uses his leverage in the run game. Because uh, I think if you can pull a little bit from every single guy, then maybe you, uh, you know, might learn something. Well, last last question from me. Uh, obviously, we've covered everything football, your college career, uh, your experience with the NFL. Birthday coming up tomorrow. Any plan? Mm. Mm. You know, um, <laughs> looking forward to that. It's nice, too. Wednesday is an off day as well. Ooh, so there we go. Uh, you know, I usually, uh, yeah, it, it, it'll, be, it'll be a fun night uh, for me uh, personally. I'm gonna enjoy myself. Here. Actually, some guys are making me—they're making me dinner for tomorrow, so I'm looking oh, forward to that. Oh, there we go. Thank Chinese you. food. No, it's my go-to. Absolutely. Well, George, we want to appreciate you uh, coming on and taking some time out of your busy schedule to talk with us. And good luck this weekend. Yeah. Thanks again. Yeah. Yeah, and happy birthday as well. Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. You guys have fun. See ya. Have a good one. Shaquille O'Neal for rap. Normal PSA. Don't be stupid. Don't drink and drive. If you're going to go out and have a good time, it's fine. But designate a driver to drive home. Let's stop the madness. Don't drink and drive. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Welcome back to Beyond the Badgers, WSUM 91.7 FM here in Madison. Before we wrap up, we got a couple things for you. First, we got a couple of college football locks because I know we got a lot of listeners for the podcast on the gambling front. Like Toledo Absolutely. minus one and a half, UAB minus 16, and Cal minus seven. Dubs, what is our last question of the day? All right, big Bronx tonight. Game four, ALDS. Boston. I'm going with the Yankees. Yankees, right. CC's on the bump. They put a spanking on. I know they're gonna come CC back. CC on the hill. It's gonna go game five. Too. Boston's gonna win. We'll see. We'll see. Well, that was our show. That's it. Thanks for listening.
We had George Kittle. If you miss any of the action, if you miss the interview or the locks or anything, catch us on Beyond the Badgers on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. Thanks for listening. Again, Twitter, Facebook, everything's there. Beyond the Badgers, again, back next week. Hopefully have another big-time guest for you guys. Love you guys.